What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 19. And uh, we originally recorded a podcast with Dazer. It was just me, their lead singer, and their lead guitarist. But uh, sadly, the quality of the audio was too terrible to release. Um, my microphone was just cutting out. So instead, it's just going to be me and Carlos today. And we are poolside. So we're doing this outside. We don't have the studio anymore. So we're making what's do with what we have. So. Yeah, we're just going to dive on in, and welcome to the Bennett Buzz, episode 19. Yeah, so earlier today, I know we were over there practicing and everything, but... Like, you feel like we got stuff accomplished? I think we got a good bit accomplished. I think it was like, uh, we, we did, we did what? Mom should listen to Waylon. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the biggest one, honestly. Yeah, I mean, since we're about to record that one here. Yeah, we're soon. gonna, we'll be in the studio, uh, what is it, August 15th? There um, we go. I think it's August 15th, and we're gonna record Mom should listen to Waylon. So that's gonna be really good. Yeah, and I've already had like a couple people who came and you know watched that were friends of mine and whatnot they were like out of all y'all's originals i feel like that's my favorite it's really so. western it's like a yes. western rock almost if we yeah can make it more rock. it's like line dancing kind of stuff like perfect for windows you know yeah what I, mean? I mean i feel sorry there's bugs everywhere but yeah i feel like that's definitely a good song that's gonna get attention from a lot of people who you know yeah and I that, so they like country music like re, like straight up country music yeah, you know what yeah. i mean and if you're just tuning into the podcast, you've never watched any of our stuff, and you're just watching, uh, we are a band. We're a four-piece band, um, and we have been in the studio for about two months now. We've cut two songs. We're about to be cutting the third one, um, and we're going to drop the songs in sequence with each other um, about a month and a half apart. So it's going to be really cool uh, seeing those unfold. We got I'm Letting Go first. And it's going to be Sweet Candy, and then we're going to do Mama Should Listen to Waylon. We're undecided about the fourth, but it's going to be a process. So um, if you're watching, if you tune into these regularly, um, you'll see that unfold. I'm super excited. I cannot wait. Oh, dude, no, I'm already knowing. We, are, we got I'm Letting Go, the rough mix back, but Candler went to the studio, and whenever we recorded Sweet Candy, Candler went in and he recorded the lap steel for it so that's going to be an added instrument to it um and then we went and recorded candy and we got the rough mix of that back yeah i'm excited for candy yeah dude that's going to be it's it's something different it sounds like uh sounds like ccr and the rolling stones hit the road together <laughs> yeah something like, like that for sure i like it though with a little mix of pink floyd at the end mm -hmm. but yeah I'm, you know i'm excited for those songs i'm excited to put them on apple music you know let, yeah. let other because the biggest thing is you know we hear these songs but it's less of a song to us and more of like something we've created. Yeah, it's our instruments. It's yeah. something we've created with our instruments and it's more of like I feel like we hear we hear like how the songs the instruments are layered on top of each other. Yeah, and so how they come to create down. one so thing. Like, it's 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 not the same as just hearing a song. Yeah, let's break that down. So like I bet a lot of musicians probably experience this is uh you like whenever they write a song like they're listening to probably their if they're a singer songwriter their voice and their acoustic guitar the whole time yeah and like they think all the added stuff's great but like it's really hard to look at your song from other people's perspective whenever you've spent so much time on it you know like right. candy was uh sweet candy was like 
a year and a not a year, probably like what seven months. Of uh, work. I don't know, getting close to a year. It was probably yeah, it was close to a year of us just playing it live. I feel like maybe maybe less, maybe half, but working on it live. And we went to the studio, and it was like we just as we played it live, we were able to add so much stuff to it that if we were in the studio that day recording it, we wouldn't have been able to come up with half of that stuff. So like. I think that's a big part of songs is keeping a song and kind of trying to figure it out for a while before immediately dropping it. I think that's a really big, important thing. Yeah, I feel like I, that helped us, but I don't know how long you want to go. Well, I mean, obviously I'm not a professional, but the only thing I would be thinking about is like, you know, I might, my opinions on the song might change. Yeah. And it might change it from what it originally was. Yeah, that's, that's true. the only, I mean, but. You know, but, I mean, it, that's not like dead set for every scenario. But like, if I mean? we would have recorded "Sweet Candy" within two months of it being written, yeah, like, it would have oh, yeah. it would have been different. It wouldn't have had the halftime at the end. Yeah, it, it would have been completely anything. different. So like, I, I bet a lot of musicians out there probably experienced that. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So so like you saying, I think like the coolest thing about that, like you're saying, is, I mean, we we would play the song and then we would just end it, and then after a while of playing it. We kind of yeah we we'd play it live and then we would like go into a little jam after, yeah. and then we kind of just made that a part of the song honestly, yeah and that's kind of where it's at now. Yeah, I, I love it, dude. I lo I love creating those things. Like even in like today at practice, we played some songs a little different than we did last time. Just, right. Just yeah. Like it, it's hard it. to like. I feel like most musicians kind of realize this, but like, at least when you're you're covering songs and stuff, yeah. like. I feel like you it, you don't play the same way twice. No, it's like quite honestly, it's like it's not really very consistent until you have that professional mix from the studio, right? And then that's whenever you're like, okay, like I'm like that. These are my parts, and this is what I'm gonna play. Right, you know, right. And it's embedded because and then you I, listen to it yeah, over and over. Yeah, but like whenever you play it live, until it's like finalized, unless you do a bunch, unless you do a demo for every song you have, and right. you just listen to that on repeat, right? Um, then it's like, yeah. What what comes natural to you? I guess, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the fun thing with recording. But uh, yeah, we uh, we went and practiced at study hall today. Uh, we practiced probably eight of our originals, um, just to get like a hand on it before we start this. We're about to we're about to be going this this semester. Uh, we got a lot of dates. Yeah. Uh, a lot of booking dates. I'm going to go and pop those up right here. You can find us on our Instagram, on our Facebook. You can see all these dates. We also got a TikTok. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or you're watching this on YouTube, um, you can find us on a bunch of places and visit us at these places. Even if you're out of state, it's definitely worth coming to a show and hanging out with us. I think I think we've, we've gotten some close fans over the past two years yeah. that, uh, that are loyal and come out to shows, and it's, it's awesome. We, we love to experience that. And we played uh, a 4th of July party for some of them, which was pretty cool. So that uh, stuff like that really, really means a lot. I wonder, I watched a podcast, and it was with uh, Morgan Wallen and Theo Vaughn, like before Morgan Wallen like took off even more than he is now. Really? Yeah, I was watching the podcast, and Morgan Wallen was talking about like how he missed like the beginning stages where, like, people would come up to him after a show and he would just be able to hang out with them and just mm -hmm. 
play the guitar in front of people right. like, after a show and hang out. And now it's not like that with the big shows because there's a whole process with everything. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, you know, at what point in the music career that kind of happens, you know, like, I wonder if an artist can tell when that's about to happen. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I don't know. But what I will say is some artists, they really do get tired of it. Yeah. Like. uh, Burnout, I I guess. Yeah, well, not even. I mean, yeah, burnout to an extent. But like you're saying, Morgan Wallen, you know, he appreciates and misses the days where it was just simpler times almost. Where it was just kind of like he had. He had enough fans to feel appreciated yeah but not so many to where he could actually know them almost if that makes sense you but, know I what bet, I mean? but i mean even the way he described it is he did know some of them and some of them he like gave free passes to some of his shows now wow. which is pretty cool like yeah to, that's to do a, that i mean but yeah it's like his day one but like if we were to ever blow up you know like yeah we would definitely have people like that we would have people like from now like where we yeah, are now that right. we would obviously just be like yeah come to a show yeah free. yeah stage, you know like that's yeah I feel come like hang out with us before or something like that yeah yeah all you day ones that are subscribed to us now y'all are y'all are the ones comment in the comments below your name and we'll bring you backstage yeah in we'll, we'll 10 get years. you back one day <laughs> but um yeah and dude another example of that is so the other day i went to go see sublime i think you know that yeah but, yeah in charleston yeah 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 so i went crazy? to go see them in charleston that was pretty nice because you know that's like one of my favorite bands and yeah so the the new lead singer to that band, so the the original lead singer died like you know early nineties, mm-hmm. and uh, so they got a new lead singer who was kind of just like uh, he was like I think he was like one of the best tribute bands. Yeah, he was like the lead singer for they them. They just like picked him out of a handful of bands. Yeah, right. And so uh, and then but when the when the band split originally, the drummer also left and yeah. didn't come back after that. So now it's like only the bass player in the band, Eric Wilson, and he just like. You know, he's a great, great bass player, and you know he's a great musician and everything. But you can just tell, like, he's just he misses the he, yeah he misses OGs. the OG band. I mean, yeah, it's the same just, thing would happen to us. You yeah, know, honestly, with any band, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's just it's like I watch videos of like when they would play back when the lead singer was still around, Bradley. And it's just complete. It's a completely different show than it is yeah. now. I bet Leonard Skinner's the same way. Oh, one hundred percent. Well, now there's not even a single. Leonard Skinner member who's a part of the original one? band. No, not Dang, one. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the last one. Who Gary Rosington? He died. What was that? He died like in. Oh, I don't know. I think that was like December, of like. Recently. Yeah, yeah, oh. like last December, January, something like that. Dang. Yeah, that was pretty recent. He was the last living original member. Dang, I almost went and saw them in high school. I think. Yeah. They were supposed to come to, I think, Charlotte September 1st, so like in a month. And I was going to go see him, but then he died, and it was just, it's not Linda Skinner yeah. anymore. I've still you know? seen, like, some of their Instagram stuff, like, of the yeah. people that are there now. Yeah. Like, I mean, they put on a show. Yeah, sure. and I, I mean, it's nothing against Leonard Skinner. Like, yeah, no. who they are now. Like, the people in that band are all great musicians, yeah. and, you know, they were supported by the people who did you know it's last always for a about while. ogs though yeah it is it's, it's just it's different they didn't write the songs that we know as leonard skinner yeah, you know? yeah, yeah they didn't have like the it's not even that it's not the same playing style but this but, mentality of the people people yeah are like yeah 
it's a big thing from the band yeah people had their own experiences and everything and brought it to their lyrics and sound and everything mm -hmm. yeah that's what's that, cool yeah about bands though everybody brings something different that's what i like about us we really make it work right yeah now, it, they know? bring different aspects because yeah you know any one of us played just a little bit different it would like our performances would not sound the same nor nor would our recordings yeah. honestly because that's important like if people are trying to start out a band like it'd be it'd be one thing if like all four of them were like big time professional artists and everything but if if they're like starting out you know i think you have to have the right people in the band to bring that out of you like your your music talent you know right i think, I think we all do a good job of helping each other with that yeah definitely if uh, if you had to see one band, who would that be? Like Alive or like, Dead? Other than Sublime, Alive or Dead, yeah. Yeah, Pink Floyd, Pink 100%. Floyd? Yeah, yeah. 100%. You know they came to Clemson? They played at Death Valley. Oh, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, though. yeah. That was before I had a chance. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nuts. I don't know if it's like TikTok or what, but I feel like there's been like a whole wave of people who started listening to Pink Floyd more. Or at least, like, especially, like, their hits, you know, I like, mean, comfortably numb. I mean, you were when they started, so you're probably falling that category. I mean, to, yeah, I Candler. guess to a certain extent, yeah, but, yeah I, yeah, I don't know, though. I feel like there's been a ton of people. It's like I mean, I'll I play, it's like I'll play a song. Classic, though. Anything yeah, it's older. like, it's like I'll play too. a song by them, and then it's like, I'll, I'll tell people, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play you a song by, like, one of my favorite bands. And then I play it, and they're like, oh, I know this song. I didn't know this was, what's the band called? You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like they, they've heard it before but from they don't, somewhere, they either their dad it. or something. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I grew up listening to Rock 101. Yeah. Hawk and Tom, or not Hawk and Tom, that's. Yeah, that's 93.7. John Boy and Billy. Yeah, John Boy, no, yeah. John Boy and Billy's 93.3. They were in Rock 101 in the morning, so. No, 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 that's 93.3. You sure? No, 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 no! I think you're right. I actually, in the yeah, with, yeah, it's yeah, it's one on one one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I used to listen to that on the way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to listen to the radio a lot too. Yeah, that was before every car had Streaming? Bluetooth with you yeah. know phones that could play songs. Dude, thinking about that, I was thinking about you know like our genre, you know the big time like classic rock people that we look up to mm -hmm. they were big in their time also because that was the kind of music everybody in their age group listened to right you know, everybody in our age group they listen to kind of everything there's you know pop country rock right like heavy rock and then there's djs you know like edm like just club music and stuff you know so i think like I think that's a big thing, you know. It's that's another reason why it's harder to get bigger nowadays other than social media, you know. I think it's not even about following, it's about, you know, if if your music clicks with everybody, you know. Mm -hmm. You have to make it so diverse in every aspect. And I think uh I think some of the stuff we got we got going is a little different. Yeah. So Definitely. I'm excited to release it. Yeah, back to that. <laughs> back to that. I Probably gonna wait. say that a couple more times too. Yeah. Shout out Studio One Hundred and One, Brad and Ian. Y'all are the goats. Yeah. No, so I, I mean, I'm telling you, I think we should still check out that cow pond. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll check out the cow pond. We're we're so we're doing this at my grandparents right now. We're in Westminster, South Carolina, so we're out in the country, and I keep smelling chicken turds every time I take a <laughs> breath because of fields out here but uh 
Yeah, no. Whenever I was here as a kid, Trent and I used to go. Trent's one of my close friends. We used to go back here, and there was a little pond back here. And that the pond okay, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we used to go back there, and we we had this machete. We put it against that fence, and we tied the barbed wire. We kind of like, we kind of, I don't know, ratcheted all the barbed wire so that way we could get underneath it. Mm-hmm. We'd go through the cow patty, cow patties in the field. Yeah. And at one point, we were walking, and there's a big snake. It was huge. And Trent stepped like right in front of it and paused, and I looked at it, and he just grabbed it like it was nothing. Thanks, Steve Irwin. Yeah. I can't. He's a big reptile guy, and I'm yeah. What's that guy who's at Instagram now? He's always catching Burmese pythons in the Everglades. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I think his name's Hunter something. I don't know. I have to look at that. I, yeah, I, I've he's, seen some stuff. Yeah, he's cool. He's a, Look at this swamp puppy swimming up to me. <laughs> you want to go fishing back there? I'm down. Yeah. You ain't got to ask me twice, dude. We can grab some of my grandpa's rods up in his shop. Dang, these gnats are eating me up. Yeah, no, I keep getting one in my face. Yeah, we're not going to make this podcast super long, um, but we did do a podcast with Dazer. We will make it up to them and do another one. We've been trying to get that one in the works for a while. They were our second ever podcast guests, um, so we were pretty excited to have them back, but the audio was just not worth it, so y'all are going to have to settle with me and Carlos hanging out by the pool. (laughs) Yeah, we're not in that room anymore, that little small... Yeah, I feel way more open out here. Extra bedroom you had. Yeah, like I'd be fine doing this more often. Yeah, outside instead. Me too. Yeah. I wonder how loud. We do fire, fireside, yeah. fireside podcast. podcasts. I wonder how loud everything is out here with the bugs and the yeah, motorcycles. Yeah, I wonder if y'all by. can hear them dang cicadas. I guess we're gonna find out whenever we edit. But uh. <laughs> you ever watch Joe Rogan's podcasts? Mm-hmm. For when he had like the first one with Elon Musk. Oh yeah. And they like, and Elon would just not talk. And Joe Reagan was finally like, hey, I, you know, I got some nice whiskey back here. You want to try some? Here, here, try some whiskey. And he started getting them drunk. And then yeah. slowly they got the ball rolling. I feel like that was kind of cool. They're talking about, like, flamethrowers and stuff. I, I watched I watch Joe Rogan, Theo Vaughn, Two Bears, One Cave, and Kill Tony. I know, I know Joe Rogan, Theo Vaughn. Actually, last night, bro, so we had to get at study hall early this morning, right? We had to get there. At, so I got there at, like, 9... 40 or something like that which is like an hour before y'all yeah i was pushing 10 30 10 40 yeah anyways um well last night see i i was trying to go to bed early but i ended up not because i stayed up till like two or something like that me every and night. i was watching i was watching uh i was watching theo Vaughn and neil degrasse tyson who's that and i don't know yeah so neil degrasse tyson he's like a he's a physicist and he's a part of like, um, so I don't know exactly like what organization or anything he's a part of, but I know he likes, you know, he studies stars and he, he's done a lot for, um, what would you call it? I Was guess that on like Theo uh, Vaughn's podcast. Yeah, he went on Theo on Vaughn's the podcast last past, uh, past weekend. Yeah, this past weekend. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm sure a lot of you know who that is. I'm gonna have to show you when we get done here, but, yeah. um. Well, anyways, he's a brilliant physicist, and he had a podcast with Theo Vaughn, which I immediately thought was funny, because Theo Vaughn is like a, he's just a goofy comedian, it's hard to take him seriously. Yeah, yeah. The stuff he says, like, his response to what you tell him 90% of the time just 
doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It's cool. No, but it's funny. He's got his own style going. But he was on a podcast with, like, you know, well-respected physicists, and they were having, like, for once, like, he was actually having conversations that were, like, uh, I guess made sense is the best way to put it. Yeah. And I don't know, just the stuff he was saying about just, you know, like, truths versus like opinions and whatnot and dude just I gotta, all this what, what, he has a crazy he has a book it's called um i bet he was picking theo von's mind oh just. yeah oh yeah he was he there would there'd be stuff and theo von would just be like oh my god no way and then neil degrasse tyson he'd just be like okay i got another one ready like yeah. and he would just keep it going it's crazy he has a book though he was talking about the audio book you can get you can get through it in like three days of traffic or something like that i'm now i'm about to buy it it's called um I'm not sure if this is the exact book, but I think it's called, like, Physics. It's called, like, Physics Physics in a Week or something like that. I can't quite remember the name, but it's basically, like, the title is basically just, like, means, like, like a brief summary of physics or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, okay, so, no, that's, it's actually not that book because he has a different one. And it's more about the truth, like I was talking about. But anyways, yeah, he's amazing guy podcast was you know. i gotta watch that I, I like to watch kill tony because it's it's like a comedian podcast so it's a live show podcast i think that'd be that'd be so cool if like there was a musician podcast like that where it was like a live stage yeah and you had different acts come up and play like instruments or whatever oh yeah that'd be sick but i i like to watch that one um it's basically every comedian gets a minute and they pick from a random bucket that ah. waits there and they get a free minute to go on stage, and then they interview them after, and if they're good or bad, you know, yeah. they might offer them something for, right. like, for the next show or okay. for another show that week. Okay. It's in Austin, Texas, which, if you're a comedian, like, that's where you move right now is Austin, Texas. And I think mu the music scene there is expanding, too, in, in Texas. I think that's where a lot of good country bands are coming out of, so hmm. that'd be super cool to get a gig in Texas. Yeah, honestly. Dude, and uh, so so it's kind of like America's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. It's like America's Got Talent, but comedian style. I got you. And it's like a, it's literally a live show. All the podcasts are live shows. Yeah. They started that way, and then they even survived during COVID. Like the podcast kept going. They just did. They did it somehow. Yeah. Dude, what what do you think about America's Got Talent? I used to watch it, and then it started seeing pretty fake. Like. Yeah. One year just, I'd see like somebody that was kind of mediocre doing whatever they're talented at, and then they would go to like the fifth round, and I'm like, oh. right, yeah, it's like. But I remember one year, it was uh, it was a group of like twelve people, and uh, they had like these like neon glow stick suits, oh, and yeah, they were like yeah. dancing to like this crazy music, and I've they were making that. like shapes, and there was somebody that was like in the back with a computer, like shutting off certain lights on certain uniforms. So whenever they form stuff, it would just be certain lights on their uniform, like forming stuff, which is like crazy. It, it, it was cool. I, f I forgot what they were called. They did something to the Calvin Harris uh, Feel So Close song. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, what's something that you kind of want to take away from this year after we've been playing for like, you know, we've been playing together for like a year and a half now you with the band so like, something to take what's something away? that you would want to take away from like what's what i know there's some things you've probably learned from playing in the band like skills and stuff that you've probably gotten over the past year and a half what are some things that 
you want to take away from the rest of this year? Because we're about almost we're past the halfway mark, but um, I definitely want to put music out. Yeah, but well, that's a big thing. Yeah, and then um, I guess I want to. You know, I don't know, cause I mean, my goal every time we play, pretty much every time I practice, is to learn something to get some like just a little bit better, because yeah. a little bit each time adds up, you know. And so that's like my mindset. But I would say, like specifically, I mean, the only thing I could think of is, um, you know, getting better at like singing harmonies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we and, we sounded so great yeah. with that. Right, Slow yeah, today. practicing today. Yeah. I can't wait to play that live for you guys. It sounded, it sounded yeah. great. And um, so that, and then I would say maybe a little bit more like stage presence. Yeah, you know? I think that's a big thing. But it and it's but the the only thing is it's not one person. Yeah, you know no, what I mean it's all it's, four of it's us. All four of it, us. But it's I'm not saying all four of us are lacking, but like we can't move forward until all four of us learn how to like do the same thing. Yeah. Support each other's yeah. actions. I think that's it, a big that makes but sense. like we we figured out the music part at this point. I think I think that's our next challenge and once we overcome that step oh, it'll yeah. be a rocket ship from mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And I think you know up. it also depends on crowds. You know, if we're playing at a place by ourselves <laughs> like yeah, we I mean there there's not a single band that tells you that they haven't played for nobody. Yeah. Every single band's played for nobody. But whenever you do that it makes it like triple times difficult to have the stage presence and be moving around and stuff yeah because it's easier to just focus on the music because there's nobody there to play to yeah except for the band but even then i have fun whenever yeah, we even, don't play for people so, yeah sometimes make, some of the funnest times we've played is when there was nobody that's like, whenever we record the best quality stuff too yeah like from our shows like, like that one time at wings you remember that we play comfortable we played, uh, that time? yeah we played all kinds of stuff there was nobody well, the funny story about that is there was a bunch of people in there, and then Sled came Sled in came through to check IDs and everything. Everybody and out. Literally the whole bar left. I told them, too. I said, are y'all going to tip us since you took our whole crowd? <laughs> and they were just like, no. <laughs> they look pretty grumpy, but that's just Sled for you, I guess. Yeah, no, but I thought that was pretty funny. And then after everybody left, I mean, we just started jamming We played out. for an hour and a half. Yeah, about an hour and a half. And we then... And and it Got wasn't like we, we weren't leave. taking it serious. It was more of like we were just kind of loosened up, and we yeah. were just. It was just more about us at that point, not about trying to please a crowd or anything. Yeah, because I mean the crowd had already been taken out of there, the place already understood the circumstance, and they were like, "Y'all just play whatever y'all want," and we were like, "That's what we do best." Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's us. That's a good scenario, honestly, or at least for self um, self improvement. Yeah. You know. Well, I think it's getting kind of dark out here. So. Sure is. I can see stars coming out. I see some storm clouds over there, too, still. Yeah. So uh, we're going to end this podcast short, but uh, thank you guys for tuning in this week. We're going to have another podcast out for you guys in two weeks, every other Thursday. So y'all tune in. Make sure to go watch them. And, uh, yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you don't already. Like us on Spotify. You can stream it on Spotify. I mean, like us on Apple, too, if you can. I don't have Apple. I only have Spotify, so hmm. I don't know how it works. But, uh, yeah, we've had fun with you guys. Thank you all for watching. Yeah. See you all in two weeks. Bye.